Welcome to the Four Initiative Podcast, where we believe that in knowing God through Christ, we find our purpose. In Romans eleven thirty six, it says, For from Him, and through Him, and for Him are all things. When we align our lives to this truth, that we were created by Him, and through Him, and for Him, everything changes. See, your purpose and fulfillment is found in bringing glory to the one you were created for. We are in a series entitled Words to Live By. In this year of 2021, we are using each month to focus on a new word that teaches us the truth of Scripture and engages us in God's purpose for us. So we invite you, listen each week as we go to the Word of God together and allow it to impact our lives. We also encourage you, join with our Facebook group, Words to Live By. And this is a community of women learning and growing in their relationship with God and with each other. And so we're glad you're with us today. Let's jump into our Word of the Month. Hey friends, welcome to another month of Words to Live By. We are almost done with an entire year of Words to Live By. And I just want to say Thank you for taking the time to dig into scripture with me and choose to live out these truths. So here we are in the month of November, and our word for the month is steward. The definition for steward is the job of supervising or taking care of something, such as as an organization or property. Now, when I first talked about the idea of writing another Words to Live By devotional, one of the first words Jonathan wanted me to write on was steward. This word has deep meaning and challenge associated with it. And I asked Jonathan why he was so passionate about this word. Here was his response. Stewardship is a guiding principle for seeing how to manage what God has given me. First of all, that it's not mine. When something is not yours, you treat it differently, with care and respect. It goes far beyond finances to time, marriage, work, raising your children, and even more. There's this concept of you're not spending, you're investing. In the parable of the good steward, the ones who were praised were the ones who invested wisely. They were the good stewards. In life, I want to make sure that what I'm giving my time, money, and energy to is an investment for eternity. God expects a return on his investment. The purpose for what I do in life is not just to earn a paycheck every week, but to invest in light of eternity. That is why my husband Jonathan is so passionate about this word stewardship. So as we move forward to fully understand what stewardship means, first you need to understand what it does not mean. You are not entitled to anything. Everything and everyone you have in this life is a gift, including the air you breathe. How are you stewarding it all? Your body, spouse, children, money, your home, vehicles, all your stuff, your gifts, your treasures. Let's look at what scripture says in Psalm 24, verse 1. It reads, The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. According to that verse, not only does everything in this world belong to God, but so do all who live in it, and that means you. 
The purpose for which you were created was to bring God glory. Are you living in such a way that does? Isaiah 43, 6 through 7 says, Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. As you choose to live by the word steward this month, recognize that everything and everyone in this life is a gift and does not ultimately belong to you. If everything you have belongs to God, how are you doing stewarding and taking care of it for him? James 1.17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Week 1. Steward your time. I catch myself saying often, I wish there were more hours in the day. Have you ever said the same thing? But then I remind myself that even if there were more hours in the day, I would probably still want more. The realization is that I don't need more hours in the day. I need to steward the hours that I'm given in a better way. In writing this, I felt convicted all over again because I know I can do better at stewarding the gift of time that God has given me. How about you? It is important to realize that someday you will give an account before God, even for how you spent your time here on this earth. Why is time so important to God? Time is important to God because he created it. There's much that can be done in a day. Do you live with the mindset of stewarding every moment in your day in a way that would bring God the most glory? The Apostle Peter reminded the early Gentile Christians in his letter the importance of stewarding their time well. 1 Peter 4, 1-11, Peter wrote, Therefore, since Christ suffered in his body, arm yourselves also with the same attitude, because whoever suffers in the body is done with sin. As a result, they do not live the rest of their earthly lives for evil human desires but rather for the will of God. For you have spent enough time in the past doing what pagans choose to do, living in debauchery, lust, drunkenness, orgies, carousing, and detestable idolatry. They are surprised that you do not join them in their reckless wild living and they heap abuse on you. But they will have to give an account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. For this is the reason the gospel was preached, even to those who are now dead, so that they might be judged according to human standards in regards to the body, but live according to God in regard to the spirit. The end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert and of sober mind so that you may pray. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. 
To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. 1 Peter 4, 1-11 Peter calls followers of Jesus to live with an attitude of commitment to their Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. There will be great struggles for you on this earth, but you are called to keep your eyes fixed on eternity. Peter goes on to tell them they are not to live their lives or time here on this earth for human desires, but instead for God. He reminds them of who they once were, living for themselves and this world. God called them to a new way of living, one that stewards their time on this earth for his glory. This is an important reminder for believers. It is easy to get sucked into the things of this world, wasting your time on worthless worldly things. There may be times when you feel like you never got to fully experience enough of this world, but can I encourage you? Fight against those feelings. That is not who you are anymore, and it will never satisfy. If you have repented of your sin and placed your faith in Jesus to save you, you need to remember that your life is not your own. You were bought at a price, and that price being Jesus' own precious and perfect blood that was shed for you. 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20 reads, Do you not know that your bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. To repent means to turn to do a 180 from the life you were living before to a new way of life, fully committed to Jesus Christ. Are you living a life of daily repentance? Do you constantly choose to turn from the things of this world towards Jesus? Are you remembering to steward your time here on this earth? Peter says also that you will be made fun of and slandered by your previous friends. But you must remind yourself that you now live for the glory of God and not for your own pleasure. A warning is given towards the end of this passage that every person will give an account before God someday for how they lived and spent their time here on earth. Don't let your life and time be a waste in light of eternity. Live for your Savior, not for yourself. You don't know when Jesus will return. It could be at any time. How will he find you stewarding your time? Peter also reminds you to be alert and devoted to prayer. The importance of prayer has taken on a new meaning for me this year. For about six months, I met weekly with two other women for prayer. We spent the majority of our time together simply praying. We poured out our hearts before the Lord, seeking His will for His church and our lives. We prayed the scriptures together. I was also a part of a mom's prayer group that prayed monthly together for our children. Also, every day except for Sunday, because we're at church, an alarm will go off on Jonathan and my phone at 11.09 a.m., reminding us to stop and pray. We were challenged to set our phones every day specifically for that time because of what Luke 11 verse 9 says. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. 
Being devoted to prayer is a critical for the follower of Jesus. When you set aside time each day to pray, that is stewarding your time well. Peter ends the passage encouraging them to love deeply. Be careful that you don't misinterpret what Peter is saying here. You are told to love, but the world also is saying the same thing. Remember that love speaks the truth to someone who is living a life of sin, calling them to repentance. This must be done not in a harsh way, but with grace and kindness. Verses 9-10 through tell you to be hospitable and to use your gifts and talents to serve those around you. Be a faithful steward of your time and use it in a way that will bring God the most glory. That might even mean saying no and not giving your time to something that God has not called you to. God has given you the exact amount of hours you need for each day. You just need to steward them well. So what changes need to be made in your day that would better help you steward your time? Psalm 90 verse 12 says, Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Father, thank you for this new month of choosing to live by the word steward. God, as I have written the devotionals for this month, I have been challenged and convicted in my own life of things that I need to change, how I have been living and stewarding even my time, Lord. Because I know that someday I will give an account before you for how for how I, I spent my time here on this earth. And Lord, I pray this week for my brothers and sisters who are listening, God, that you would encourage them to steward their time well. Help them to remember this week that they will give an account before you someday, even for that. And God, thank you that you have gifted us with our lives here on this earth and, and for even our every breath that we take. God, may we choose to live our lives this week in a way that would bring you the most glory. In Jesus' name, amen. You have been listening to the Four Initiative Podcast. We hope that you have been encouraged today to know Jesus and find your purpose in living for him. If you'd like to go deeper with our study, you can connect with us at our Facebook group, Words to Live By. We encourage you even to send us a message and check out some more resources at www.forinitiative.com.